right, good evening, everyone. Hopefully, everyone is having a blessed evening as we are. As always, we'd like to say praise the Lord. Thank the Lord for another day in the land of living and another chance to get our acts together. Today is December 30th, 2021, and week 152. If you're new around here, welcome to Join the Mist of the Storm. This is a program where we like to do weekly live stream Bible studies and shortly upload audio versions to every major podcast platform shortly thereafter. And if you've been with us for a while, as we always like to say, welcome back. Thank you guys for tuning in week in and week out trying to hear what thus says the Lord. Now, just like last week, this week is also a pre-recorded message. We should be back in front of the camera live with you guys to react or to answer comments, questions, or concerns in January. And just like we were saying last week, the topic was redeeming the time. If you haven't seen that message definitely go give it a watch or go give it a listen if you're listening on the podcast because time is definitely winding down but time is also going by so quickly because this is the last message the last live stream of 2021 i remember just like it was yesterday we were doing the last message of 2020 or even 2019 it was week 100 and how is week 152 and it definitely does not seem like that much time has gone by and i say that so often like um i know tony said it last week i can't believe it's been a whole year since this event or that event but time is definitely speeding up and our time is running out but as you can see from the topic we'll be talking about it's important to god so without any further ado i'm going to pass it over to minister tony banks we can go ahead and get started with this message so i hope you guys get something out of it thank you melvin you guys know how we do this so we're going to go into a word of prayer if you guys are able you have an opportunity uh, we urge you uh, we plead with you we beseech you we beg you uh, join in this prayer with us you know be sincere about uh, what we're doing what we're talking about just, just have a willing heart and ear to hear you know have an open heart uh, wanting to receive something God rewards that type of thing though that diligently seek him so let's go into word prayer gracious Lord thank you for just being who you are Lord continue to uh, look out for us and Lord we know that you will help us to look out for ourselves Lord help us to make better decisions in life a lot of decisions that we've made got us into the conditions that we're in but Lord despite that Help us to just know how to do things better now so that we redeem the time. Help us, Lord, to just be better in every aspect of our lives, Lord. Lord, we're praying for the Bible study. We're praying for people all around the world, Lord. People who uh, lost everything that they had, Lord. Entire homes, uh, their family, their friend. What? So many people have lost so many things, Lord. We're asking that you would be with them at this hour, Lord. Help us to uh, be the light to the world that we should be, Lord. Help us to uh, show love and compassion uh, to people going through tough times because we know, Lord, there's so many battles that are going on, Lord, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, whatever the case may be, Lord. We're asking, Lord, that you would just use us in a mighty way to help someone and so lord we're praying all these blessings lord we're praying for the bible study that something said at the end of this year at the wrap of this year the close up of this year that it would help us to move into the next year by your will 
Lord, to move into the next year with thanksgiving, uh, with humility, Lord, with everything uh, that is becoming of the children of God. So, Lord, we'll praise you. We'll honor you. We'll tell everybody about you, the whole world. And so, Lord, we're praying all these blessings in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. So, is it important to God? That's what we're talking about tonight. You know, we talk about a lot of different messages throughout uh, the years, throughout the months, throughout the weeks. We talk about a lot of different things. And you know what? I run into, uh, on many occasions, someone says, you know, it's not that important. You know, why, why, why make a big deal about something like that? You know, why does it matter so much? The reason things matter is because it's important to God. It might not be important to you. You might say, well, baptism, how someone's baptized isn't that important. You know, baptism itself is not all that important. Yeah, it's a good thing, but now you don't have to do it. You know, a lot of things like that we say. But we better go and find out, is it important unto God? So, again, this is the close of the year, and God has been good to us. Uh, and, you know, we ought to live like he's been good to us. We ought, we ought to act like he's been good to us. We ought to carry ourselves in a manner that shows God has been good to us. We ought to show him, Lord, I appreciate the opportunities. Even as we come into another Bible study, we should approach it with gratefulness, with thankfulness, because God didn't have to let us be here. We, we better take the few opportunities we have. We don't know if we'll make it to see next year. We say, man, I get tired of being in Bible study. Man, I'm so tired. I don't feel like, it. well, friend, you just don't know. This might be your last one. It just might be your last one. We talked about redeeming the time. God sees our actions. So we're talking about is it important to God? So let's pick it up in Judges chapter 7. And we're going to kick this thing off at verse 4. I feel good. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel good because... I understand God doesn't owe me anything. He doesn't owe me a single thing. But he's still chosen to give me things, to give me life, just to give me the ability to smile. He, he he's given me that. There's some people that can't even do it. They struggle to even smile. But he's allowed me to have enough strength to do it. And so... You know, God is just showing me day by day, cherish those things you have because the days are evil. The time is coming where some of these same things we're taking for granted every day. We won't be able to do them anymore. And we'll be telling God, God, you know, I, I sure do miss when I was able to eat. I sure do miss that. I, I sure do miss when I was able to get out of bed myself. You know, I, I, I miss being able to get down to the church. I, I, I miss being able to hear the word of God. 
And then we're going to think back on all those times we took it for granted. We're going to think back on that. So we better realize now it's important to be able to do these things. So let's pick it up in Judges chapter 4. And uh, excuse me, Judges chapter 7 and verse 4. We're going to find God separate two groups of people. Now, this is important to God. We're going to see a separation here. Let's pick it up and see what he says. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people are yet too many. Now, Gideon was in charge. And really, God was in charge, but God was using Gideon to do this. Gideon was in charge of putting together an army. That God was going to use to deliver them from their oppressors. So God said, look, that's too many people. I don't need all of them. Go ahead. Bring them down unto the water. Bring them to the water. See, the water is what we're saying is not all that important. Water. We're talking about water baptism. That's what we're saying. It's not that important. It's a good thing now. A lot of you are a lot of you don't say it's not a good thing. You just say it's not that important if you don't do it. But I'll tell you, it's important to God. So he said, I want you to take these people down to the water. Uh huh. And I will try them for thee there. He said, I'm going to try them. Now, this is God talking. Now, I'm telling you, the water is important to God. He tells Gideon. I want you to take them to the water and I'm going to try myself. See, God is trying us. Now he's in one place. It said he's proving us. Same thing. He knows what we're going to do. He knows how we think. But he's going to prove it to you. It's important today. Even at the close of this year, it's important. At the beginning of next year, it's important. If, if God permit at the close of next year, it's important. At the middle of next year, it's important. From now until time is no more on this earth. These things are important. So he says, take them to the water and I'm going to try them. All right. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, this shall go with thee. The same shall go with thee. And of whomsoever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee. The same shall not go. Now, if you closely observe this, God says, depending on what happens at the water, I'm going to separate who's going to go with you and who's not going. Depending on what happens at the water. See, I know you say, well, it's not that important. But God says here, depending on what happens, that's who's going. And the other group is not depending on what happens down there, because I'm going to put them to the test. See, we better wake up and recognize the importance of the water because God said so. This is God doing. And I, now I have nothing to do with this. This is only him. This is all him. Because what I say, it doesn't work. 
It doesn't matter uh, at all. God told us we are less than nothing. I love that verse. <laughs> I love to hear I'm less than nothing. You know why? Because I need to remember that before I allow any earthly accomplishments to puff me up into thinking I'm some great one. I need to remember God said I'm less than nothing. So I thank God that he reminds me of that. But I thank God that greater is he that is in me than myself. So he has everything in place to keep us in check. So he said, I want you to take them down to the water and I'm going to put them to the test. Now, this isn't Gideon putting them to the test. This is God. So, friend, what I'm telling you, it's not me trying to put you to a test. It's not me trying to see if you're worthy enough to go to heaven. Now, that, that's not me. This is God doing this. So what's important to him, it better become important to you. We better change this, this tune we've been singing. <laughs> well, it's not that important. We better change that and start finding out what is important. Because what we think is important is what kind of car we're driving. That's the type of stuff we think is important. We say, well, God wants you to have a nice car. See, that's what we saying. That's what we're saying. That, now, that's not important to him. Whether you're driving a Mustang or a Mustard, it's not important to him. What the title is, what's important to him is us doing what he says. So he says, take them to the water. And I'm going to try them there. I'm, read that again for me now. We, we got to read that again. Overs. Uh, start where he said, bring them down to the water. Bring them down into the water. And I will try them for thee there. He said, I'm trying them at the water. See, there's going to be something that takes place at the water. Somebody's missing out on what's taking place at the water. If you go back to when the children of Israel came out of Egypt, something took place at the water. He tried them at the water. He had Moses use his rod. And the water parted on both sides. And God's people went through the water. God's folks went through the water. Represented baptism. It represented baptism. Water is important to God. There's a reason God created us to need water. It's only so long you can go without it. There's a reason he made us majority water and the world. The, the scientists tell me it's 70%. Okay, I, I'll agree with it. Somebody says 65. Okay, I, I take that too. What you're telling me is majority of us is water. He's trying to show us it's super important. So you can say, well, it's not that important. I say, well, you stop drinking it then. That means don't get any juice. Don't get any Kool-Aid. Don't get the sweet tea. Don't get a Dr. Pepper. If it's not important, don't consume any. We'll find out real quick. It's important. So, 
God tells Gideon, take them down to the water. I'm going to try them there. We seen God do the same thing with the children of Israel. I began telling you about it uh, a moment ago. God had Moses take the people there. And he parted the water on both sides. So he gave enough time for his people to get through untouched. They didn't have to worry about the water uh, drowning them. God let them get through. But as Pharaoh's army tried to pursue behind them, God allowed the water to crash down on them and kill them. He tried them at the water. There's, there's something that takes place at the water. Somebody's going to miss it. This is almost the beginning of a new year. If God lets us live. And somebody's still missing the importance of the water. And I was wondering, God, what, what is it that I need to talk about? And my mind went to the water. And I began to think, ah, maybe, maybe I don't need to discuss that. But then the same conversation came up again with someone. I said, that's God trying to tell me. <laughs> I need to get to the water. And so God tells Gideon, take the people to the water. I want to try them there. And whoever I tell you, depending on what happens there now, whoever I tell you, they can go, they're going. Is this not what happened with Israel? In the days of Pharaoh and Moses, is this not what happened? Is this not what happened in the days of Noah? We know the water propelled the ark. After they entered in, God allowed the water to crash down. The deep even gave up its water. That's the water in the sea and, the, and in the ocean. It wasn't held in its place any longer, and the whole world flooded. God allows something to take place in the water. Some people were saved because of it, and some people were lost because of it. So what happens at the water means a lot to your salvation. Now, you might not think this is that important. You might say, man, this is crazy. But I'm trying to warn you now. It's important to God. So. Let's pick up verse five. So he brought down the people into the water. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said unto Gideon, everyone that lappeth of the water with his tongue as a dog lappeth, him shall thou set by himself. Now look at how God began to separate at the water. He said, everyone who begins to lap the water, they begin to lick the water. I want to say it in a way you understand. They begin to lick the water as a dog now with their tongue. You've heard a dog licking water before. If you haven't, just go over to your pet and listen to it. If you don't have a pet dog, look it up. Go find your friend who has a dog. Say, I, I just want to hear him when he drinks water. You don't have to tell them why. Because they might think you're crazy. 
But now, you should tell him why. So, he said, now, notice this is God. Now, you know, us, we would say, why does it matter? Who cares how they drink the water as long as they're drinking it? Is that not what we say? He said, the scripture in verse 7 says, he brought him down to the water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, everyone that lappeth of the water with his tongue as a dog lappeth, him shalt thou set by himself. God chose them based on what happened at the water. It's based on what happened at the water. Go ahead, man. Likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knees to drink, mm -hmm. and the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were 300 men. 300 people lapped the water as a dog. They didn't get down on their knees. They scooped the water, brought it to their mouth, and lapped it as a dog. And the other group got down on their knees to put their head in the water. Two different groups here. You know, there's always going to be two different groups. There's always going to be two different groups. There's going to be people that make it and people who don't. There's no middle ground. There, there's no place where, oh, well, if you didn't make it, you can go here. I know somebody told you there's a place called purgatory. You can go there. It's made up, friend. It's made up. We're trying to talk truth to you tonight. We're talking truth. This is important to God. So be careful what things you say aren't important. Find out first isn't important to God. So there were two groups, all right? And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped, that lapped, will I save you, and deliver the Midianites into thine hand, and let all the other people go, every man unto his place. He said, Let the other people go. I'm going to use the people that brought the water to their mouth and lapped with their tongue. See, he's trying to show us water and spirit, water and tongues. You know, we talk about this same thing all the time. The importance of receiving the Holy Ghost by evidence of speaking with tongues. See, somebody don't want to use their tongue. We're going to be just as these people here, not wanting to use the tongue. Not because we don't understand what it's all about. We say, well, that's not that important. That, that's not that important. We don't know. God is separating his people. There is a separation going on. And we're falling on the wrong side of things. The water is important. Receiving the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues is important that's exactly what we're finding here if foreshadows was to come in the new testament and we are living in the new testament times this foreshadowed us today it's important to god 
So be careful when you say, well, that's not that important. Go back and check first before you are willing to make those statements. Because we find here, even how they drank the water, God said, I'm going to separate them based on that. Now, I'm not saying today you have to drink water this way. This is representing something. That's what's happening here. This is representing the New Testament. This is representing water baptism, saving us. We better get this. I know we've been here a lot this year. First Peter chapter three. But we're going to get it again because somebody needs to see this. First Peter chapter three. And verse 20. It's important. I know you might think it's not important, but I don't want you to start your year off thinking the wrong things. We need to get this straight this year. We don't have to wait till next year. Let's see what it said now. Which sometimes were disobedient. The people were disobedient. As we are today. Uh-huh. When once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah. Even though God has given us so much time to not be disobedient. He's given us time to straighten up. He's waiting a long time. And the years are passing us by. And it's seeming like it was only but a few days. As we've said already, man, years already over. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. You know, that's, you know what that's telling you? Your time is winding up. All of ours. That's telling us we only have but a short time. Had a man tell me uh, recently, he said, yeah, my grandfather just died. Had a, had a massive heart attack. You know, this is happening to young people also. Time is winding up. These things are important. So while we're learning about so many things, and some things are good to learn. Let's make sure we're learning about God, though, and the things that are important to him. So he said he takes us back to the time of Noah. Because it, there's an important lesson to learn here. If we look at Noah, there's something important he wants us to see. All right. While the ark was a preparing, mm -hmm. we're in few. That is, eight souls were saved by water. Now, he said souls were saved because of water. Souls were saved because of the water. This is what Peter tells us. Now, I trust Peter. I trust he knew because he had Jesus teaching him. He said these souls were saved by the water. Same thing that happened at the Red Sea. The water saved those people. They didn't pull out an arrow. They didn't pull out a sword. The water saved them. God uses the water. And now he's going to bring it to our time today. All right. The like figure growing to even now, even baptism doth also now save us. He said water saving us today. Like it did back then, water saving us today. Now it's in the form of water baptism. 
We're not going to the Red Sea, letting the Red Sea part because we're being chased. That No, that's not what's happening. The whole world is not going to flood and we have to get in the ark. No, that's not what's happening. Now, we're getting in the church, which is the ark. And we're getting water baptized, completely being covered by the water. This is important to God. And what is said is also important. Don't think, well, I, I at least got baptized, so it doesn't matter how. But why does it matter what words were said? Friend, look at what we just read. God said the people who lap the water with their tongue, he said, I want them. The other folks, I'm not going to use them. There's some things that are important to God. We wouldn't even think that's important. Now, none of us leading into that situation would have said that. We didn't have any clue and Gideon didn't have any clue how God was going to test these people. You know what we call a test? We say, well, I'm going to take them down there and see if they can swim. That, that's a test for us. I'm going to take them down there and see who can hold their breath the longest underwater. These are tests for us. But God didn't do that. See, his thoughts are not like our thoughts. We'll say, well, I'm going to test them and see who can go down there and build the best raft. See who can build the best boat. That's not how God tested them. But that's how we would test somebody. So, God thinks differently about things than we do. And he's showing us what is important. The water. Going to the water is important. Let's pick up Acts chapter 19 to see Peter say the same thing in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Let every word be established. Paul said it. Excuse me. Peter said it in the chapter we just read. The verses we just read. He said it's important. It saves us. The water saves us. Now we get to Acts 19. And we see the same two things. Water and tongues. Important to God. It saves us. Let's pick it up in verse 1. And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus. And finding certain disciples, mm -hmm. he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Now this is the tongues. Have you received the Holy Ghost? Now, I want to make it plain to you. The Holy Ghost is not only about tongues. The tongues let you know you have received the Holy Ghost. That's all it does for you. As far as we're talking here, that's what it does. When you first receive the Holy Ghost, you will speak in tongues. So if you have not spoken in tongues, you have not yet received the Holy Ghost. And notice I said yet. You still have a chance. If you're willing now. Only those that are willing. God's not dealing with the hard-headed people. He's not dealing with the contentious people. Uh, Paul said in the book of Corinthians. He said look. If any man is contentious. He said look. We don't have any such traditions in, this, in the church. God's not trying to put up with your fight and back talk. He's wanting people to listen because the hour 
is winding up. Time is winding up. So Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost? Two things, water and tongue, which is water and spirit. That's all it is. Water and spirit. He said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Somebody believe? Well, I'm not even going to get into it. Let's read, man. And they said unto him, we have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. We didn't even know about this. Uh-huh. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? He had to check out their baptism. You know why? Because these two things are important. Water and spirit. They're important. There's a reason today that people speak in tongues when they receive the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, man, I, that's crazy. And you know what you do? You separate yourself. It's fine. Separate yourself. And God's going to say, send them on back to the house. I, I'm not going to use them. I want to use the few that believe in this. The few that believe in speaking in tongues. That's what he did in Gideon's day. He said, I want to use the few. But the rest of those folks, send them on back. They don't want to believe this. Send them on back. They don't believe it's important. The water's important. Send them back. That's fine. Send them on back. So what we're not realizing is we're separating ourselves. See, God didn't even do the separating. They separated themselves. You know, when you find out somebody does something you like, uh, it, it can be anything. You like playing golf. You find somebody else that likes playing golf. You know what you do? You want to hang with them. Somebody that likes playing something you don't like playing, you say, ah, yeah, you know, that, that's all right. You don't really want to be with them when it comes to that. And so we separate ourselves based on what things we have in common. That's what happened here. We're separating ourselves. We say, well, I'm going to go over here. Because we believe in this. Separating yourself. That's all that's happening. There's only two groups. Those that believe in what God said and those that don't. So we must realize it's important to him. So he said, how were you baptized then? That's the question he asked. He said, how did you get baptized? We think it's not even important. Read that again for me, Mel. And he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? He said, unto what then were you baptized? How did it happen? Who baptized you? Let me know about your baptism. It wasn't enough for him to just hear them say, well, we were baptized. No, that wasn't enough. He said, how? Who did it? You know, sometimes people get funny. They said, <laughs> Who did and what for? That's what Paul wanted to know. How they do it. How? In what manner? What words did they use? What were you baptized into? Were you baptized into the name of Jesus? You know why? Because it's important. When somebody asks you if you received the Holy Ghost, and they begin to ask, what, what did you did something change? Did, did you speak in tongues? You know why they're asking? Not to be nosy. Because it's important. 
It's important to God how it happened. And time is winding up. I've been feeling that within my spirit. It got, you know, I'm not, I'm not usually, (laughs) I don't normally have the prophet hat on where I'm saying, you know, this event's going to happen. I, I don't do that unless God give it to me. But he's just been trying to stir something within me to warn his people. So I don't know what it is. But God has been putting this within me. So you might not feel this is important, but it's important to God. He's trying to get a sense of urgency within us. We know we need to be baptized. We're not even trying to. We're not trying that hard. We're not as the Ethiopian man who said, look, look, it's water right here. Come on, man. What what's holding me back? What's hindering me? Man had a sense of urgency. We don't have that. We, we're knowing we need to receive the Holy Ghost. We're lackadaisical. He said, man, shoot. I ain't got it yet, but it, it's supposed to take time anyway. Everything, you know, things take time. You know, things take time. So sure, things take time. But it doesn't take you a year to receive the Holy Ghost, friend. It doesn't take you a year to, take, to be baptized. It doesn't take a year. This is important to God. So he said, how were you baptized? Go ahead, man. Again, and they said unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, mm-hmm. that is, on Christ Jesus. He was, they were, excuse me, they, it was 12 people, they were baptized by John the Baptist but they weren't baptized the correct way you know there's so many people out there have been baptized not the correct way though it's time for us to check it out and go back and do what we find in this chapter be rebaptized. why it's important I don't believe Paul would have taken the time to baptize 12 people if it weren't important you know, if he had just baptized one person, you might be able to convince me. Say, see, you know, he just did it because that one person really just wanted to. You know, you, you might be able to get me with that. But he took the time to rebaptize 12 who were already baptized. But they weren't baptized the correct way. That's why he did it. It's important. You can come up with every excuse and reason. Why you just won't do it. But you're going to find out in the end. It was important to God. So take the opportunity you have right now. Take it. Take him up. Do what they did in verse 5. Let's pick it up, man. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Somebody's going to hear that they were baptized wrong. And somebody's going to reject it. And somebody's going to accept it. Somebody's going to say, well, how do I need to do it? It's been 20 years since I did. But how do I need to do it now? How, how do I need to do it? Somebody's going to humble themselves. When they heard this, the scripture in Acts chapter 2 said they were pricked in their heart. Somebody had that feeling on the inside. I, I got to do this. I want to make sure it's right. 
I don't want to take a chance because I feel it's important to God. They got the water. They redid it. Peter said it saves. It saves. Let's pick up verse 6. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came on them. Uh-huh. And they spake with tongues. Tongues. Here we go again. Water and tongue. See, we can't get away from the water and the tongue. It separates you. There's only going to be a few that become a part of this group. And if you want God to use you, I'm telling you, this is important. Read that again for us, man. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them. Prayed for him now. They prayed for this. Uh-huh. The Holy Ghost came on them. Spirit. And this is how they knew. Uh-huh. And they spake with tongues. They spake with tongues. We, th this is important to God. See, the tongues were important back in Gideon's day. See, there's nothing new under the sun. I know you think sister so-and-so is crazy because they spoke in tongues. Paul said, I thank God I speak in tongues more than you all. I thank God I've spoken in tongues at least one time in my life. I thank God for it because he let me know. You receive the Holy Ghost. You receive the power to do what it takes. Now, you still have a choice. What you do is up to you, but you got the power. We've got the power now. When we receive the Holy Ghost, we have the power. You know, we have electricity in our homes. If we've been fortunate enough, we have electricity. And sometimes we don't feel it's necessary. You know, we can have a light. We might be getting ready for bed, so we turn the light off. We don't always use it. We can treat the Holy Ghost the same way. We have the power, but we won't use it. We'll turn the light off. We say, well, not right now. You know, not right now. You know, I don't, I'm not really feeling that right now. We'll turn the light off. We won't even use what God has given us for those of us who have it. Not everybody has it. But I want you to see this now. Water and tongues. They're important. You might say it's not. But I'm telling you, friend, for Paul to rebaptize 12. Let's pick up verse 7. And all the men were about 12. It was about 12 of them. The scripture said 12. All of them rebaptized. All of them receive the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. That's the only way you receive the Holy Ghost now. This is the only way you can say, well, I'm doing it some other way. You know, that's what they did in Gideon's day. They all drank water. All of them, both groups. You say, well, I got baptized just not that way. Why does that matter? Why is it important? I tell you, go back again. Go back and look. It's not that it's important to Tony. Who cares about what Tony thinks? It's not that it's so important to me. It's important to God. So he separated the two groups. In fact, they separated themselves. In the book of Matthew, chapter 25, we won't get it. But around verse 32, I believe, it tells us the sheep were separated from the goat. 
the sheep on the right side, the goats on the left, one group, those on the right side, they were able to get in and be saved. Those that he sent to the left, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. We better make sure we're in the right group. We're believing the right things. We better make sure we know what's important to God. Not about what I want. Not about what I feel is right. Let's make sure what's important to God. And if we need to get rebaptized, so be it. You're taking a bath anyway. People are so against getting rebaptized. And yet, they're not putting up a fight to take a bath. They say, man, I smell horrible. I got to take a bath. But you cannot discern that there is a stench coming from you in the eyes of God. We cannot discern we need to be washed by the blood of Jesus. That's what baptism is for. Washing you in the blood of Christ. I won't get into all of it. But that's what it's about. The Red Sea. It was red. Representing water and blood. Jesus being pierced in the side. Out came water and blood. They go hand in hand. So when you get baptized, it's more than about just being dipped down in the water. Friend, you're being dipped down into the blood. If you get baptized the right way. So I thank God for him opening my understanding. I've, I've been rebaptized. I thank God he opened my understanding because I needed it. And I know somebody else out there needs it. If you're willing to humble yourself and take heed to what he says, God will show you these things. So at this time, again, I hope you would understand what's important to God and not just what's important to you. Make your thoughts like his thoughts. So again, thank you guys for tuning in. God bless you guys. Love you guys. You know, and let's do this thing right before we run out of time. So this time I will turn it back into the hands of Melvin. Uh, God bless you. And yes, just like um in this chapter, um is saying uh Paul asked them, have they received the Holy Ghost and have they been, you know, how were you baptized? And it's the same thing that your pastor should be asking you. If he's not then he's not focused on the right thing. Now, I'm not saying that every single message should be on baptism and getting the Holy Ghost, but that's definitely the first or one of the first things that should be asked because um, that's one of the major things that we don't think is important. The majority of Christians don't believe that baptism is necessary. And the majority of people that believe that baptism is necessary don't believe in it to be carried out the correct way. And that is in Jesus name, not Father, Son, Holy Ghost. And, and that's also going fully in the water. You know, we have people sprinkling on their head, <laughs> running water on their foreheads or, or any kind of way. But it's fully submerged in the name of Jesus. It definitely matters. Um, one verse says, be careful for nothing. Be careful for the little things because we always say, oh, that's nothing. Oh, that's, that's little. God doesn't care about that. But we need to be careful for all of those things. And we have covered this topic 
more than any other topic that we've covered, man. One of our, I think the very first two live streams, Being Born Again, Being Born Again Part 2. We also had a blood transfusion, the separation at the water, which dealt with Gideon. Uh, We went more in depth on that one. Also, the foundation of the gospel. So many topics that covered baptism, getting the gift of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in tongues so many times because it's important it's the beginning and once you do that you must go on to perfection and keep going those who continue in my word are my disciples indeed so definitely get baptized get the gift of the holy ghost so there are no comments again as this is another pre-recorded message we should be back in front of the camera next week uh, january 6th i believe that is somewhere around there if the lord blesses and says the same now as my re- weekly reminder to you guys we do have zoom bible studies every monday 7 p.m central standard time we would love to see you guys there's a good message every week and as i always like to say rejoice in the lord always because today's tribulations are tomorrow's testimonies count it all joy count it all joy and again count it all joy there's reason to be joyful in the midst of every single storm no matter what your earthly situation is looking like. Now the Lord blesses and says the same. We'll see you guys in the new year, 2022, next Thursday evening with another topic live coming straight from the word of God. You guys have a happy, safe, and blessed weekend and a happy new year to you guys. We hope you guys enjoy it. So again, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to our weekly Bible study podcast. We hope you enjoyed this evening's message. My name is Melvin Corners, here alone with Minister Tony Banks. You can catch these Bible studies live on Facebook every Thursday evening at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time at facebook.com slash jmsbible. We hope to see you guys there. Thank you. Also, as mentioned in the message, we have Zoom Bible studies every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. To join our messages, all you'd have to do is click the meeting link in the description. There is also a link to listen to all of our previous Zoom messages as well. We hope to see you guys join in on the study. And always remember to rejoice in the Lord always.